Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we continue this uh, train wreck of a podcast <laughs> that um, we've modelled over over the guys over at Anthem. <laughs> they couldn't keep on track and neither can we. <laughs> neither can we. Oh, man. So we are like uh, behind schedule, but at the same time we're in front of schedule at the same time. Put an episode out today, recording an episode today. This is not what it's supposed to be, Tony. Oh, well, you know, life issues. <sighs> yeah, life issues, game issues, the whole yes, bit really, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Quick update on the old anthem. They've listened to the patch. Yeah. They fixed six problems. Bugs, <laughs> oh, no. And that's it. Oh, my God. That thing that I've I've not seen a, a subreddit, like, turn on something so I've even hard. stopped reading the subreddit. Yeah, I still I still sub to it, so the articles pop through. But there's okay. less stuff coming through now because people yeah, are posting. People less. have just left. People have just know. left the game. They've actually they've, they've spun up their own low sodium anthem subreddit for the people oh, wow. who really like it. Same there's a, there's a one for Fallout seventy six as well. Okay. Seems to be the the go. But like low sodium, less salt. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Which I kind of get. Like if you just want to like yeah. put that aside and just yeah, just talk about know, the game, like, get that you know kind yeah. of thing. But like. I, just, I'm still, I'm a bit flabbergasted actually. I did not expect them to not keep putting out stuff like every week. I thought, no, and not just- try and fix it when they had they had a good audience still yeah. saying, We're going to wait for you, we're going to stay yeah. here and wait for you to fix it, guys. I don't really mm. feel my, my interest, even as much as I love the gameplay, my interest is waning day by day because I'm like, I don't think you my interest get has waned. There. Yeah, fair enough. I don't, you know, yeah, I did like download the patch. Uh, no, I the big patch, the last big patch. I did bother to download that, but I haven't actually turned the game on since I downloaded that patch. I think I deleted it because I needed to space something else. Wow. Okay. Well, I just downloaded it again. It's not a huge deal yeah. or anything, but like I'm like I'm not. If if your patch is going to be, you know, six updates, you're not releasing anything new for me for a no, while. Exactly. I'll come back in a year. Yeah. Maybe you can no man sky it. Yeah. At this point, like that's, that's what your, a lot of people like, said that they should actually just. Redo the game. Just say, okay, we're going to leave the game in this current state. Yeah. If you want to keep playing it, you're welcome to keep playing it, but we're not going to support it anymore. We're going to come back yeah. in 12 months with-, with the game it should have been. And everybody that's got it has already paid for it and they all get it for free. Yeah. Talk about that's damage control, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's really? what a lot of, that's one Reddit post that I read that uh, made sense to me. Sure. So they should, they should stop trying to band aid fix it because yeah. you can't. You can't put band-aids on a skeleton because there's no blood left. No, there really isn't. There's nothing left. Anyway, that's enough of that stupid anthem and yeah. our podcasting schedule. Yes. Tony, tell me, what have you been playing? So that- it's a bit late, unfortunately, for everybody out there in podcast listening land, but oh, yeah. I got the Xbox Gold April Game of the Month Technomancer. Oh, you got a freebie. You got a freebie, a freebie. Ooh. And I tell you what, this... Is the it it could this game could be as good as The Witcher Three? Oh, it could be. It is an RPG. It's it's, it's set in Mars. Uh, Mars yeah. is run by corporations, so it's it's a significant um, break between Earth and Mars. So Earth is now basically its own independent planet. Uh, there's pressurized domes that everyone lives in. They can't live out on the surface because it's Mars. It's getting terraformed mm-hmm. but it's not terraformed enough yet right 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 so you can survive for hours outside of the domes but you can't survive for 
a, a knight, for example, mm-hmm. outside of the dome. So mm-hmm. that's in the gameplay a couple of times you crash when you're going between buildings and you've got to get in before the sun comes up and flies oh. you. Oh. So, yeah. But uh, you are a technomancer and what a technomancer is just got nothing to do with time or techniques or technology or anything. <laughs> Actually, you have the ability to generate electrical charges within your body. And so there's a, there's a very sp- special branch of the military. Yeah. So it's all – so this is – one of the things I want to say about why it could be The Witcher, but it's not because <laughs> yeah. there's like 20% of the story is missing. Oh, okay. So it's like got these really, really good ideas. Yeah. But it does the thing that we hate and you go and talk to an NPC and the NPC talks to you about dialogue that you haven't had yet. Ah, uh, right. And stuff like that. It doesn't have that mm. doesn't have that status checking all the way through it. And the same yeah. thing is with the story. Like so you're there's corporations are run, so I think they're mining corporations and mm-hmm. they've discovered water underneath the surface of Mars. Nice. So the water mining corporations are the most powerful corporations because obviously everybody needs water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the corporations all have their own armies and so you're part of this mm-hmm. army of one of these corporations. But the armies have very small cores of techromant- technomancers, which you, you've discovered that you've got the powers of technomancy. Um so you're a bit of an elite soldier, but you also find out that there's a secret that the Technomancers hold really early in the game. When you get inducted into the Technomancy Corps, right, okay. you learn the secret of the Technomancers, which you've got to keep secret from everybody. Yeah. And there's five chapters in the game. I've just finished chapter one, which yeah. is quite good. And the big bad guy's trying to smooth talk you to tell him what the secret is. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you you never even get the dialogue choice. Okay. You just Your guy just says, no, I don't know what you're talking right. about, even though you do. Yeah, yeah. Blatantly lie to him, and so there's this really good intrigue going on. There's all these different mm. factions, even within the corporations. There's all the different factions within the corporation, which is really good. But where it's really interesting is there's four combat styles, which you've got access to all four of the combat styles. Okay, but each of those four combat styles also has their own tree, their skill tree. So you can specialize in a skill tree. I've specialized in the technomancy. Skill tree. The wizard one, isn't the it? The wizard one. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> yeah, but there's fighting with a staff, fighting mm. with a sword and a gun, Ooh. and fighting with a shield and a mace. Sword and so a gun's def- a great combination. Defen- yeah, defense, a rogue, tank. Yeah. Uh, the staff's area of effect. Ah. Uh, and the, the technomancy is spells. But mm. you only have 100 hit points. I had 100 points at level one. I'm now level 25. I still have 100 hit points. Oh. They do about 25 points of damage each time they hit you. Oh, so right. the combat is really hard. You have to really pay attention during the combat. I like that. Um, and it's really weird. Like you die in a fight and it won't be because yep. you've done anything wrong. It's just because you didn't notice something. Like you can't just mash the buttons. If you just keep swinging your weapon, they do these brilliant dodges. And you, If you're watching it, you can see them. They just take a little step back and your weapon just misses them and then they counterattack you. Mm. So you've got to actually be tactical with the combat. Because it doesn't actually get any easier. As you go up levels, it doesn't get any easier. You just get more options of what you can do. Yep, 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 yep. And so now I've got an area of effect lightning spell, which is a really good way to open up the fight because then they were on like a quarter of their health yes. at the start of the fight. And as long as I know who's attacking me. So you got two companions that go with you. So it's got all that companion stuff, oh, the companions yeah. banter. Oh. The companions have a relationship level with you. Oh. The companions share your equipment. It's got all the – it's all got the things that you all the things that are good in RPGs. It's all there, but there's like when your companions, some of your companions betray you, and they take all the gear they've got to cook with them when they go. And of course, you put all your best gear on them that you're not currently oh, using. That hurts. And they take I all like that. that. Gear. That's like you know consequences of actions. And things. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. And there's all these 
there's these skills that you've got every so every level you get an a point to put into one of your ability, one of your fighting abilities. Mm. Every three levels you get a point to put into one of your stats, strength, agility, technomancy, energy, or constitution. Mm-hmm. So hit points, damage, spell power, or um, critical hits. Mm. And they also link to rogue. So every three levels you get, and then every five levels you get something to put into charisma, science, crafting, lock picking, stealth, or exploration. But then there's all this equipment oh. that can add levels to your things. Oh, it's got that sort of like thing. Like you got a jacket on. you put on and yep. your lock picking skill goes up by one. Ah. And then oh, as you unlock your relationships with your companions, they give you bonuses. So I've got the rogue companion is now friendly with me, so she gives me plus one lock picking. So like you get you get pretty stingy on the points then, but you get a lot of points you from, get a lot other of, sources yeah, from other as sources. Well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which okay. is really it's really it's really interesting. So there's a lot yeah. of it there's a lot about it that I really, really like. Yeah. And uh, there's good. There's not too many uh, cutscenes, but the cutscenes are all quite short when they do do a cutscene, and it's it's meaningful. Yep. Okay. So that's that's do really they use good. Use the right weapons when you're in. Yes, the it uses all your equipment. Oh. Sometimes it takes your helmet off, yeah. which is good because yeah, you need the face your helmet and looks stuff stupid. Like that. <laughs> uh, but then other times it does take your helmet off, which is interesting. Okay. But yeah, it's got your, whatever jacket you've got on, whatever yep. weapon you've got. That's all. Oh, that's nice. all right. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Just a little pet peeve. Yes, no, they've, they've done so. They've done a lot of stuff really yeah. well, but it's just it's not polished. Like the fact that the enemy AI is so good, like you can swing your weapon at it three times and it'll just dodge every single one, and then it'll counterattack you straight away. Mm. But you watch your companions, and they'll just go, "Oh, they've dodged me. Oh, what do I do now? Oh, oh they're hitting me. Oh, what do I do now? Oh, I'll put up my shield. Oh, they've stopped attacking me. Oh." They're just really dumb. Your okay. companions are really dumb. dumb. They're not really there to help you no, out. No, but. When an enemy's attacking someone else, it's really easy for you to attack them. So basically, uh, you want your companions to just be drawing the enemy's attention. Yep. And you attack them from behind. You can knock them over. When they're on the ground there, you do critical hits. When you hit them when they're on the ground, nice. you can electrify them, which stuns them for a short time. You can unleash combos on them. and So, yeah. And the, the maps are confusing. They're 3D. My, my piece is 3D maps, three-dimensional maps. Oh, yeah, right. So when you've got to go to a quest giver, and it says he's over here, and you run over there. He's actually on the floor above you, <sighs> and in order to get on there, you've got to go way back the other side of the map, up these stairs, yeah. and so the maps does it are kind of Does give you any verticality it, with the, it the does. above? It does. Okay, yes, okay. it does. But then you got to still it doesn't tell you how map. to get there. Yeah, you still yeah. got to know okay. to learn the map to work out how you got to get there. seems pretty um, like they've gone for a, a sort of a smattering of realism in it, like not having a direct follow the bouncing board against Yeah, no, the, there's no- a, a flat health bar and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's really- I, I kind of that's how I class that as like a realism kind of thing. Like you don't get more hit points. You've only got a hundred no, for a human. No, kind of you thing. can get more hit points by increasing your constitution, but that only gives you ten more hit points. And you can only get five levels in constitution, so you can so get one hundred and fifty hit. You're not just getting normally. You get yeah, as you go up levels, you, you get, just more. get more. Like a witcher, the combat started off really hard, but then just got easier as you went up levels because it was yeah. just didn't have to worry. You just I like the that. Buttons. But this the combat and the-, the enemies don't get tougher. Ah, so the enemies will get different. Like the enemies will get. Uh, armor that absorbs your technomancy spells, mm-hmm. so suddenly your technomancy is not as effective as it was. Yeah. And there'll be enemies that can charge you and knock you over, and there'll be enemies. The enemies will get different things, but their hit points don't go up. They're not massive hit point sinks. Bullet sponge and, things. So your tactics you know? will still work. You just have to work around what they're now doing. Yeah, which is the way it should be, kind and of thing. You get more options, they get more options, and then it's a battle yeah. of who uses the right options at the right time, as opposed to who can take the most amount of hits. Exactly. Yeah, and yep. you can like I've 
got completely destroyed in three seconds in one fight mm. and then reloaded and got back into the same fight and then had no problems at all just because mm. I tried. The right. Yeah, just played it, played the fight a different way. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. But oh. the gear is annoying that you can upgrade your gear, but there's several levels of each. So you've got five times as much gear as you normally have yeah. because you've got the four different combat styles. Each one's got their own set of gear. Yep. And so you can do all four. So you've got to have all those bits of gear. Oof. And then as you unlock each chapter, new bits of gear get unlocked. So there's, I think, there's three or four tiers of gear in each chapter. Yep. But, of course, I'm playing a Technomancer that uses a staff and none of the enemies are dropping Technomancer or staff gear. Ah. So I'm having to buy all my gear. I'm getting all these maces and shields and guns and daggers. I'm getting them out of the wazoo, getting these purple items, these unique purple items that I can't, can't use them. Oh, I, don't, I can. I just don't want to use them. Sounds like a bit more of that lack of that polish that they needed on that Yeah, one. it just needed a little bit more polish. So, it, yeah, it's really engaging. And the story's kind of interesting too. Oh, no oh and there's a moral Oh. There's a moral thing as well, which is really good. So you've got reputation um, with six different factions. You've got a reputation that's always going up and down. Mm. And mm. you never know. And nothing's black and white. Yep. You never know what's actually going on. So your companions will tell you what their opinion of stuff you're doing is. Mm. And like you go to this priest and the priest says, oh, you can help me find these relics. Okay, perfectly innocuous quest. You go and find the relics and you go outside this hut like a uh, Colonizational hut from oh, the first colonists on oh, Mars. Wow. You go, hey, that doesn't quite sound right. And then you kill all these dudes in the hut that look like they're colonists, and you take the relic and he goes, "Yep, that's just a colonist thing. I'll just kill this colonist to get this relic, oh. and then you can take it back and sell it to the priest and be completely evil if you want. Wow, and keep killing all the colonists, huh. or you can just ignore the quest line. Yeah, and there's okay. the bad guys, the mob. Yeah. They ask you to steal guns from the military, and you can. Oh. Steal gun to the military and give it to them. It's, it's all these interactions, all these different things going on. Oh, and the other interesting thing mm. is you can kill people. So when you fight, then you just knock them out. You don't kill anyone. Oh. But you can actually kill people, which gives you money. So you basically drain their water out. It's called serum, but it's basically water. Water is the precious resource on mm. yep. Mars. So it's Correct. called serum, but it's actually water. So when someone is unconscious, you can suck the water out of them and use it as 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 your money, but of wow. course that's evil, killing people. Yeah, all right. But some of the quests ask you to kill them, and if you mm. don't suck the water out of them, you don't kill them, and you fail the quest. Mm. So yeah, there's all this, and there's karma. You got good and bad karma. You've got it's really interesting. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it sounds like it. It kind of reminds me of tyranny, maybe a little bit there. The way you sort of describing it, it looks like The Witcher. It looks yeah, and plays look, I mean, like not The from Witcher. Like play like in terms of like got lots of different factions. Yeah, yeah, and that's morally like ambiguous. Yeah, and lots of gear that you're that trying is to like tyranny kind of thing. You know, yeah. yeah. But interesting. It is, it's it's if anyone downloaded it and hasn't tried it, I recommend trying out because I'm I've been having a lot of fun when with did it. Come out. It's old. It's an old game. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, Xbox Gold when it was free for April. Yeah. So. Is it Xbox exclusive? Uh, no, I don't think it is. Hmm. It's by a small company called Spiders. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Focus Interactive is the publisher and Spiders mm. is the programming company. And I, I hope they've done well because if they did a game, another game like this with more polish, it would be amazing. It's, it's, it's a very impressive Tick. sleeper game that yeah, I just discovered. okay. Yeah. I'll add it to the old – well, if it's on PC, that is. I'll add it to the old wait list and yeah. see if I can pick it up uh, and yeah. have a bit of a bash at it. It does sound interesting. It kind is. of sounds a little bit cyberpunky almost. In it is, Corporations yeah. and yeah. mobs and, and things. The whole Mars thing and, yeah. and all the animals are mutated, so you don't get <laughs> – or the beasties aren't just normal beasties. Yeah. You're finding these weird – like the moles 
uh, like bear sized and they come up out of the ground and they start clawing at you and the ostriches have no head. They've just got this flower thing that Oh. And they're they're the creepy. It's all the animals are really creepy. They're all mutated animals on Mars. But it's good. Yeah, I, I dig recommend it. it. I dig it. When you said there was twenty percent missing, is that like just you mean like from the polish the and stuff polish. like that? It just yeah. wasn't yeah. yeah, okay. So okay. like and you get a companion and you'll start talking to your companion, your companion talks about something that you haven't even learnt yet and that kind of stuff. It's like this at the end of chapter one, there's a great big upheaval in what's going on. So yep. there's this big surprise twist at the end of chapter one. Mm. And if you talk to your companions right at the start of chapter two, they assume you're like kind of halfway through chapter two already and they're telling you about things that you haven't learned yet and I've only learned that out because I've now caught up to what they were telling me about. Uh-huh. So they haven't got those locks in place. You know how good games have yep. those conversational locks in place? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they've got companion quests, so you've got to talk to your companions regularly to get their quests. Okay. They'll have very different personalities, which is quite interesting. Nice. Different motivations. How's the uh, the old voice acting? It's not terrible. Okay. So the uh, slightly weird doctor, mm. his voice acting is – his script is terrible. I don't know that's voice acting is bad. His ah. script is terrible. So he's like he's senile and forgetful and – uh, he's just a bit annoying. Yeah. But he gives you passive health regeneration, so he's one of the best companions to run around with. Damn it. Because you get that passive health regeneration. Oh, I do like a bit of passive health So regen. when you're about to die, you can just run around in circles. And, yeah, get it back up. Yeah, slowly. And you regenerate very slowly. So Yeah, it doesn't – I don't – those wins, they just, I don't know. Whenever I've had a game that has that sort of thing and you take it off, all of a sudden you're like, oh, why am I always – Yeah, not, why am I dying, dying all, all the time, time now? Like, for yeah. I wasn't, like, even just that, that – over five minutes getting a little bit back. It yeah. really does add up yeah. well, quite a bit, quite a bit. Yeah. And so why why are you – it sounds like you're just a regular soldier, I mean an elite soldier in the army. Why are you doing all these quests for? You're not like the chosen one or anything. So like why are you doing – are you like a freebooting on the side for quests and things? Or? So you start off, you're doing – you're doing your uh, – so you're a cadet. Yeah. And the first missions is you getting your lieutenant. Uh, status, lieutenant okay. status, yep. which makes you part of the army. And then the army's giving you these quests. Oh, The army's giving oh. you missions to do. And then okay. when you go on the missions, people will ask you for help. Yep. So you can just follow the main story and okay. you actually get told off. Half the time you come on, the officer's telling you off for wasting time. Oh, really? So that's quite amusing. Oh, okay. So, yeah, all yeah. right. So you're definitely in the military doing their jobs and you're yeah. taking little side things to help people out because yeah. you're a good or evil person. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. It's not a bad setup. At least you're not the chosen one again. No, and it's quite good because there are whole quest lines for if you want to be this bastard. Mm. There's whole quest lines with quests for that. And yes, yeah. if you want to be really helpful, there's quest lines for that. And if you want to betray the mutants or help the mutants, there's quest lines for that. So they've made a lot of choices. Yeah. So the game's probably a bit smaller than it would otherwise be, but there's lots of paths you can go down. Yeah. Which makes it quite good. So maybe a bit of replayability in it then too. Yes, there would be. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I and the combat styles are very different. They feel you fight very Between differently. Between the four different you, classes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can't purely fight as a technomancer because you got to recharge your energy. Okay. So you can't just keep flinging lightning bolts at people all the time, right? So you oh, have right. to choose one of the other three as well as technomancy. Oh, so technomancy is always a core choice, and then you have a. Well, you are a technomancer. Yeah, of course, so it's it makes sense. There. Yeah. That I really like because then you're not choosing not to have that to go no, to a different thing. No, it's always thing. there. It's always you there just don't put any rank. Have, oh, just, do you want more defense, more yeah. area effect, or more like straight up and down DPS yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. So you don't have to put any ranks into Technomancy, then you've just got the basic electric jolt. Yeah, okay. Which you can do. Yep, yep. 
And then each oh, skill, cool. so the skill trees have these passive abilities and then they've also got these active abilities and each active ability has a choice of two upgrades that you can do. Oh, yeah. But once you chose one upgrade, it locks out the other one. But it's got the same problem that you can only map four abilities at any one time. Oh, yeah, okay. So there's no point in unlocking more than four abilities because you've got to go into the pause menu, remap your abilities, and then, yeah. Nice. So it really does make sense to choose one path because yeah. there's only four active abilities in each uh, path. Right. So if you choose one path and you fully unlock it, you get all the abilities and then they're all mapped to your buttons okay. and then you're fine. Is there any reason to hoard points? No. Ah, There's no yes. reason at all. Fantastic. So the abilities, as you go up the tree, yeah. it's a, like it's literally a tree. Yeah. As you go up the branches, they get more the abilities get more powerful, but you have to yeah. unlock the abilities below them yeah. to get to those. Yeah, there's no like, this one takes three points to unlock. No, they all take one point. Two. Ah, they all take one point to yes. unlock. Yes, that's yeah. good. That, that's like uh, it's really yeah. good. All right, yeah, everything about the character stuff is just great. Yeah. So much going for this game. Mm. If it was I a why it slipped slipped to me by, I did. I, I think it. because it's so unpolished. It's such a little known company, and it's it is definitely underpolished. Yeah, all right. But there's no glitches. I've found nothing. The only thing that glitches is. When you load into an area or you go through a door or you climb up ladders, your companions will follow you and sometimes they'll have to be in the wall Oh, because you're yeah. standing right next to the wall. And so then if you go into the inventory menu yep. and you go to those companions, <laughs> they're in the wall. <laughs> so you can you can still you can still access the whole inventory but yeah, you can't yeah, see them. See them. You yep. just see the wall. All right. So uh, it's actually yeah, – yeah. That, that The engine is really well polished. The engine doesn't freak out up at all. Or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, the engine know? doesn't glitch at all. Yeah, okay. It's got does have the same problem that we had with the floaty walking with the Witcher. Remember how we got annoyed with floaty walking? Yeah, drunk we are. Has the exact same problem. So yeah, there's a chest. I want to open the chest. Oh, I've gone too far to the left. Oh, I've gone too far to the right. Now I've gone over from there. I wonder if that's more of a not not a Witcher problem. No, because it's, it's they probably use the same engine. Well it doesn't oh. If it's an engine. Don't know what the Witcher uses to say whether yeah. I thought maybe maybe they use their own engine, but maybe they don't. Has exactly the same problem. Wouldn't it's be surprised very hard if it's like an Unreal engine actually problem. line stuff up. Ah, funny. And you can be How running funny. towards the camera. So yeah. like, I'm the player and I'm seeing behind you. You're the you're yeah. my avatar okay. and you're running because oh. I haven't spun the camera around. The oh. camera doesn't automatically oh. spin. <laughs> stuff like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And you can lock on a target, but then that's really annoying when you lock on a target because then you will always you'll always evade in relation to them, which means you can evade right into the most dangerous enemy. Ah, damn. Yeah, okay. So okay. sometimes it's actually not advantageous to lock onto your enemy. Choose your target. And you can stealth, and your stealth does an automatic critical hit if you when you attack oh, them from stealth. Like that? There's all okay. sorts of, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah. It does it, sound like It's it. very hard. When you first start playing the game, it's very hard because the combat is brutal. All right. And but then when you work out that it's actually that's what how it's meant to be, and it's also really really dark. So if you get caught in a dark alleyway uh, with nowhere to move, yeah. you often can't see why you keep dying. Yep. But if it's a nice brightly lit area, you have got plenty of room to move. You can get come to grips with the combat system, and then you can do much better and the harder. I mean, I'm still dying a lot. Yeah. Because you're only four hits and you're dead. Yeah, that's not a lot of mistakes to make. Yeah, not a lot of mistakes to make. Mm. And the one the one the one thing that I will say that. I don't agree with what they've done. Yeah. Is everything has an animation cooldown on it. So when you cast a spell, it's got like a spell casting timer to do the casting animation. Yeah. And when you use your healing pack, he actually pulls out a healing vial, like a needle, and injects it into his leg. Yeah. Before he gets healed, which yeah. takes about half a second to a second. Yep. And if you're in the middle of a fight and there's three guys around you and you need to heal straight away, like a lot of those games, as soon as you press the healing button, yep. you start healing. Yeah. But this one, no. 
But you're not locked into anything. You can always evade. No matter what you're doing, you can interrupt it with an evade. Okay. But at some point, you're still going to need to hear yourself, so... That's but like that built that fits into that realism yeah, thing I was talking about. Realism, you know, but if you're gonna have to take a healing potion, potion or a healing injection, you're gonna have to have time to inject yourself with healing injection. Yeah, see that both oh, that can both really be great and really annoy me. Yeah. I remember playing um uh Unepic, uh which is like a little uh Metroidvania oh, yeah, yeah. kind of thing, right? And the same thing in that, like you beat this boss I couldn't beat this boss, it just aggravated me but like trying to use anything would always take time yeah, to yeah, read yeah. the spells and you couldn't find a spot to stand in to, to read it for long it enough before time. it would just yeah. uh, it's probably doing it wrong but man that made me it was such a shame too that, that game was really cool too very um great uh like a send-up of oh yeah like it's like the D player gets sucked into the D yep. world and all of a sudden everything they've been playing is now real yeah and then them just Throwing around just all these D and D tropes throughout yeah, the whole yeah. game, kind of thing. Yeah. So, lots of cool uh, stuff like that. But yeah, that, that um, I did that in Fallout as well. I suppose stim packs. You got to pull the stim pack out and yes. with it, kind of thing. It takes a few seconds for yes. it to go off. Got to be aware of that. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I, I, there's not much cool. rain combat in this either. It's all hand. It's nearly all hand to hand. So the guys have pistols. The guys with knives and pistols have pistols. But yeah. They don't shoot you a lot. They try and stab you with a knife more. So it's definitely more more the Witcher than cover yeah. shooter kind yeah. of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, there's no cover shooter at all. It's yeah, definitely the Witcher. Right. Yeah. So you kind of can't really have guns like submachine guns. Well, you probably don't want big massive guns and domed cities. It's probably a poor no, choice of exactly. weapon to use in those type yes. of situations. At least a pistol probably wouldn't go through the um the yeah, deflective dome. Kind they of actually thing. blow up the dome in chapter one as well. Oh no! The enemies blow up the dome. That's not That's a great they split idea. Split your party up. So half oh, your party's going to go and fix the yeah. dome. And- okay. So there's, yeah, lots of good stuff. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that, that definitely um, you've piqued my interest. Uh, worth a look. And worth persisting through the early difficult combats till you uh, work uh, out the system. I wonder if that maybe what hurt it a bit too. I think it probably did. Because I looked online because I, I kept dying. So I looked online to find out why is it so hard. I've got it on normal setting. Why is it so bloody hard? And mm. uh, there was a lot of hits for why is Technomancer combat so hard. A lot of people just said, oh, you just got to get better at it. And that's just not helpful, dickhead. Not, Don't say that. I mean, I, I, you know, I love a good gig good at the right time. Yes. But when you're looking for help online, it really doesn't yes, help it doesn't much help, no. at all, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, and, and they're right. People said once you work out how it wants you to do the combats, you'll do much better. And it's different. You still won't find it easy. No. But you'll do much better when you know how it works. And trying to bring in that kind of um, – Ninja Gaiden, Devil May Cry yeah, kind of ish yeah. combat to it. Yeah. To a, a genre that doesn't generally have that sort no, of hardcore ish. When, when you hit a guy three times and you keep trying to hit him the same way, he'll learn. Yeah. And he won't just, he'll start dodging your attack because he knows yeah, what you're going to do yeah. and he'll wait for the opening like counter attack. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Technomancer. Technomancer. Right, looking forward to hearing about that next week as well. Excellent. I have been continuing my journey to the wastelands. Yes. It's been a. Uh, Talk about like the subreddit for um, Fallout seventy six. Oh, Fallout, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, in comparison to Anthem kind of thing, because obviously this had a bad launch. I don't think anything's had as bad launch as Anthem. I think it's going to be the new bar <laughs> for like terrible launches yeah. going yeah. forwards. Uh, but you know, it, we, we talked about last week how like it, it went through. Like, oh, it's really good, and then they dumpstified it with the uh, pay pay to win repair kits. Yes. you know, kind of yeah. thing, and the dungeon that wasn't really a dungeon, dungeon and yeah. stuff. This new patch they released, um, Piney Scouts. Uh, no, it might be called something else. 
this update has Pioneer Scouts quest line in it. It's got backpacks and player vending in it. It's been pretty well received overall. Okay. The the whole feel of the subreddit is like, Ooh, this, this is, awesome. is the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, before the next eventual dumpster fire. That comes out. <laughs> I'm sure Bethesda's got something up their sleeves. Yeah, that can, can ruin it somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone, I was watching reading something or watching a video or something and someone mentioned like the horse armor. Like back for for like one of the older Elder Scroll games, yeah, the first yeah. Skyrim games. Like Bethesda yeah. was one of the first people that put microtransactions into games, and they yeah. want to charge like two dollars for horse armor, yeah. and everyone lost their minds. And I'm like, oh, rightfully so, you know, this whole microtransaction thing was only new back then. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Bethesda has not been a good company for a very long time. Like, they've never really been, uh, you know, like a great. Uh, bastion of the the consumer kind yes. of thing, you know, like yeah. they've got the, well, the other controversy they had was with the um, the paid mods, yes, as well, kind yes, of thing. Yes. Like before like, that oh, seventy yeah, six, what was that rocky. called? Yeah, what the paid mods? Yeah, there was a special name for it, a oh. foundry. Oh, the, the foundry. Fallout foundry. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's where the paid mods went. In the Fallout foundry. Right, right. Yeah, yeah which uh, yeah, again, that's an interesting. I guess as content creators, I kind of like want to see people get make money off their hobbies and things is really cool. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. Know, it's a real, real tricky, real yeah. tricky area. Yeah. The whole culture there of modders and modding people and stuff like that, that you, always you has got to work with, you know, like they've got to work with that community. If you want people to keep making money out of it or you want to do it, you got to work with the people that are there yes. doing it kind of thing and yes. not go against them just because you think you know best. Yeah. Funny yeah. beast of a comp. Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this update, though, seems to be has, has gone over well, kind of thing. The Pioneer Scouts quest line uh, cops a bit of flack because it, it needs a lot of people to help you. Like, one of the, it's, oh, all, okay. it's all about being a scout. So, like, yeah. one, of the, one of the things you have to do to get a badge is to uh, revive a player while swimming. So, it's not <laughs> something that you do often in no. this game because everything's rad, you know, sort yeah. of thing. So, you need to, like, work with someone to yeah, do it. Get them to go unconscious. In the water. In the water kind of thing. I don't think you even have to revive. I don't know if you just impact on them or revive them. I'm not sure the technicalities of it, but it's going to take some coordination. Yeah. Like, And that's not bad, but they don't have any facilities to really help people connect that, yeah. and get together to say, oh, I'm going to do – like I'm just thinking like if it's an MMO, what you'd have in chat yeah, and yeah, is like yeah. doing revives at the lake – a Deathcore yeah. Island right now, come now. And then yeah. everyone would come yeah. and you would just all do it together and yeah. it'd be done, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But there's no tools for that in this game, which uh. sucks. So that's getting a bit of flack. But overall, the whole badges thing and collecting, you know, samples and a uh, a frog in a jar and <laughs> all this sort of sort of thing is really quite cute kind of thing. So I, I'm enjoying that. Uh, the back, so I haven't got the backpack yet because I haven't finished all that quest chain. There's quite a bit of hefty grinding in it to go through and do all the challenges and stuff like that. Yeah. I guess people playing playing planning it was grindy, but I'm kind of like, well, that's just what this game that's is. That's what the anyway. game is. Like, yeah, I don't really understand. Yeah, it's already what grindy. Complain about that is, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I felt grinding for this bug proboscis thing. Proboscis. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, I'm grinding for black diamond stuff from a mole man or something like that. Black titanium from a mole man. So that's fine. Uh, but the backpacks look cool though. Like you get extra carry weight from it. You can get. Upgrades like extra um, damage resistance or okay. refrigeration units to help your food not spoil as fast. But I think for me, the real highlight has been the play of vending. It's like changed the whole way. So that's a vending machine. So, yeah. So at your camp mm. at the moment, um, your camps aren't visible to anyone else on the map unless you're in a party with them. Okay. And then it becomes like a free fast travel point for everyone in your party. Um, you can find camps. I find camps all the time. Just yep. 
around you can go and look at them and do whatever but there's no way to sort of get there or yeah. be there so with these vending machines yeah you plonk one down in your camp yep. um, up to four vending machines yeah and they can hold 30 items each not i like uh, they're 30 slots okay so yeah, you yeah. put like a thousand ammo in there that's one slot yeah or one piece of armor is one slot yep. kind of thing uh and then yeah when you power them it pops you up on the map as a green icon yep. and then so you can then people can choose to fast travel there for caps Okay. Or they can walk there for free, yep. of course, and then go and buy your stuff. Yeah, look at the vending machine. It's just like any like any other store in the yeah. you know, pick up what you set whatever price you want, sort yep. of thing um, for any of it. And uh, you know, so there's a couple of things with it. Like one is like sort of you have a reason to go see go to people's camps, yeah, and go look at what they've built, how they've built. Some people build very plainly. Yeah. They put a lot of effort into it. So people go very boisterous uh-huh. with their builds and stuff like that. So I can imagine. Yeah, there's one I went like it was like this real creepy uh death dungeon. It was this tower <laughs> made out of like uh steel kind yeah. of thing. You walk up this big staircase and then there's like just the neon signs and some of the lights are off and it's like ammo and uh, armor and plans was like one of them and last one was fresh meat and, <laughs> and when you jump down this hole it drops you down into a Brahmin pit where there's a Brahmin down there that's dead because it's been surrounded by spike traps the Brahmin <laughs> kept spawning running onto the spike traps and then dying and then they have a fresh bum and then you can um, loot out of it I'm like this is just like <laughs> off the chart like Really leaning into that whole wasteland oh, yeah, survivor yeah. thing, kind of. I was really yeah. impressed. Um, looking forward to going back to that one again later on to see it. Um, uh, so checking out the camps. I have people come to my camp and they look around, they see things, give you a little love heart emotion or something like that, oh, yeah. and you know, bugger off going yeah. on sort of thing. Um, the other thing is it changes the way you look at all the items that you have. Yeah, because right, like, now you might be able to sell them. Exactly. Like before with ammo, right, you could either use ammo yeah. or you could throw it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that were your two choices. That's pretty much it, you know. You could, I mean, you could definitely go to um, the to the vault 76 back yeah. there again and there's a dead guy kind of outside the vault that everyone new people won't run past. Yeah. So oftentimes your people will like load up the dead body with just stuff they don't want. And then, uh, so the newbie coming new out will just get, get like overloaded with <laughs> new stuff goodies. that they don't need yeah. yet or whatever. But, you know, that, that, that's all good. It's all part of the... Yeah, the community, community sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but so now I can just put it in my vending machine and I just sell it for a cap of yeah. ammo piece kind of thing. And there's enough people out there that have gotten to the point now where they've got more caps than they know what to do with because they've yeah, bought yeah. all the plans. Yeah. I can now spend it on ammo. I don't have to go farming ammo anymore. I can just buy yeah. it from people, which I think is awesome. Yeah. I had a bunch of legendaries that I was like, oh, do I go and put them in the new legendary scrapping machine, which is also another part of this update I forgot about. So you can take your legendaries, you throw them in the machine, it munches them up and gives you back script. Oh, okay. And then take the script and then there'll be a new vendor coming yep. soon um, that you can spend your script to get more legendaries back yep. and they okay. just roll randomly. Um, but yeah, so like, it's or people- you can sell it for, sell your legendary for caps to someone else. Exactly, you know, kind of thing. And so I went around, I bought so many legendaries- from people because I was like, oh, I can now get all the combat armor pieces, yeah, you know, and I can get yeah. the right all the pieces prefixes that I wanted, that I that want, you know, finding. and move them all around. And yeah. so that was, I just, all of a sudden I went from having like an okay kind of build with a bit of mismatched leather and yeah. to having all combat armor. So my character looks nice for whatever yeah. that's worth um, with all the right stats yeah. that I wanted, all the right abilities and things and some and some better secondary and tertiary abilities. Some of them are two star and three yeah. stars. Because like the way Fallout works is there's a, 
a prefix yeah. on each piece, and then there's a, a two other ones that can possibly roll a primary and a secondary uh, effect. Yeah, but I don't know what the technical terms are for them. Yeah, so usually a two star is better than a one star, but yeah. a three star Fantastic. may not be better than a two star depending uh, on what that last what roll is. is. It okay. might be a bit garbage kind of thing. So yeah. often two stars are like. The best. Where it's at kind of thing. Yeah. So all the one stars, now I just munch in the machine for script and two and threes I try to sell for caps ah. instead. Uh, I sell all my plans that I know already. Yeah. Otherwise, I was just yeah. holding up my inventory waiting for someone to log on to play with. Uh, I could just give them all the plans. Yeah. Just went and sold a whole bunch yeah, of them. You know, that does sort of sound thing. good. Yeah. So you just it just adds so much more. Like people were just like you'd see them occasionally and that was it. They were a bit weird. Yeah. Now we're part of a community. Now we're all helping each other yeah. get our characters up, and it really helps oh, the theme good. of like rebuilding yeah. that's supposed to be part yeah. of the game. Is yeah. you know rebuilding the land. Yeah. Uh, so I think they did it really well. There's like a ten percent. Um, uh, people keep calling it a tax, and I really bothers me because it's not. A tax. It's not a tax, man. Like it's it's just a cap sink in the game. Yeah. So now people are getting caps drained from fast traveling to everyone's camps yeah. to check them all out. And uh, and then obviously when spending it drains some out of the economy as well. So that's really good. So two more cap sinks, yeah. one increased, one new cap sink, which is definitely needed. Uh, and just uh, seeing what people sell things. For. Oh, that's the other thing, right? So while it's good for the community, the way they've implemented it in terms of like an online game is interesting because normally you have an auction house, yes, right? And the key thing is you put something up for a listing and you don't have to be online for it to sell. No. And so it allows you to make income when you're not online, which is nice, but it allows other people to control the market and they can do things like buy up buy all the materials, yeah. relist them for higher prices, and it starts to sort of create, a, create like a whole other thing with False the economy, economy yeah. sort of thing, which fine. That's something else that other games do and that's can fine. can happen in real life too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but with this, I have to be online. Okay. I have to be on the same server as you. Okay. And you have to travel to my camp to see what I've got. Yeah. That's a lot of barriers to stop someone from just going around and buying all of one piece of thing yeah. and just controlling the market. Selling it's it for a million credits. Practically Perhaps. impossible. Yeah. You know, you can't do it because you can't physically get to everyone's yeah. stores to, to, to be buy able to buy everything. So there's a real chance you might find a real good bargain out there. Like yes. someone doesn't know how to price it properly, you can uh, still find those things because there's not someone on there just looking constantly yeah. for that great bargain and buying it immediately kind of yeah. thing. So um keeps it kind of small, yeah. which I think is kind of fits with that game more than like this big auction house. Auction, like who's running the big auction house kind of thing? Yeah. Like, Super think, mutants. Oh, maybe. <laughs> no. Crush you for caps. <laughs> some, I mean, some like uh, AI machine, because like there's a Grafton Mayor who's an AI machine or something like that could potentially run it, which might be okay. But I like the fact that it's sort of like yes. it's my store. You know, you can set up my machines that one can have ammo and one can have this and I can decide what I want to put where and I can put – like I move one of my purifiers next to the um, vending machines yep. so people have can get some free water while they come past as yeah. well because they can take my water if they wanted to, but I figured if I put one right near there, the machines – It's obvious that you're happy for people to use it. Exactly. Go yeah. for it. You know, you want to grab some vegetables, go for it. That's been great. A couple of times my like my um, camp's been hit by creatures yeah. and my moot fruit – plants had been destroyed or whatever so i don't have any to replace it travel to someone else's camp grab a couple of them for it come straight back again uh, boom 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 repair baby <laughs> we're back in business you know that's really cool yeah. uh, little side benefits and stuff i just like looking on and seeing all these like, people with stuff selling things like yeah. that I mean, it's a great little addition uh, and i really wish they'd go back and rework 
the workshops, um, which yeah. are like their PvP focused things, to be something better. Yeah. Because this feels like rebuilding the place. The yeah. workshops feels like tearing it all down again because yeah. we're going to fight Fighting over what resources other. there yeah, are, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Just they've got what's interesting. I don't realize about this game as well because they've got adventure mode, which is what they launched with, which is what I've been playing exclusively. Yeah. They released survival mode, which is a more PvP focused. Yeah. You don't see people on the maps. They have like a leaderboard for the most kills in the server. You know, it's more hardcore. Yeah. That's cool, man. Got that mode there. If that's what you want to play. Yeah. yeah. Same assets. It's the same game with different rules. They've got Northern Winter, Nuclear Winter, maybe, or something. There's another mode, anyway. Can't remember the name. Damn it. We're going to start writing this shit down, Tony. Um, another mode for the game. So there'll be three modes to play on for yeah. it. Same Same rules, game. Same, yeah. different, different rules. Same, different rules. Same Very yeah. interesting way of doing it. Normally, I need to see like a PvE and a PvP varieties, not yeah. these other ones. So they can maybe add five or six different modes down the line, yeah. which could be very cool, a little addition. Yeah, so I like to see it in that vein, PvP and like in survival – Workshops are PvP. They're there for you yeah. to fight over. In PvE... It should be the cooperative stuff. Well, like if you take over the power plant, right? If you do that event, there's a workshop attached to it that you yep. can then take over. But the power station powers all the power boxes throughout the land yep. as well. There's three power stations for three different regions. And if you attach to a power box, you get free power. Okay. It's sounds better than it actually is oh, but okay. like in terms of practical using of the yeah. power kind of thing because you can't rely on it so you can't hook it up to your camp or anything you're always going to have to have to deal with it when it's out yeah. but the concept there is that I do something here and the whole map benefits benefits yeah. like if the workshops instead if you took a workshop you know you get um, a cut of like whatever it produces but anyone else can come there and help that camp to produce and yeah. they get something for it and you get something for it Kind of thing, and so there's no incentive for me to take. There's only incentive for me to help you make it better. Yeah, not to tear it down. Yeah, would I don't know make more sense? Kind of it thing. It would. So yeah. they did a rebuild on that. It might actually make that a little more. Just, but at the moment, everyone just ignores them for the most part. Yeah, because there's no point. I take one because PvP. it's daily. I get yeah. my forty cat, my forty atoms for doing the daily, and I just move on. There's yeah. no, you don't get enough stuff. It's too hard to hold them. Yeah, the defense events are annoying to do by yourself yeah. as well, kind of thing. The whole thing just is like yeah, just pants. You know, they got the new encrypted cryptid event as well. Like that pops up on your map and says, "Hey, there's been a new cryptid found. Come and fight it," kind of thing. So it encourages everyone to come and go oh, and kill yeah, okay. the legendary sheep squatch impersonator, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> Um, and everyone, yeah, so everyone comes in, and we all do the event, and we all get our good rewards for it. Kind of same, same as when the nuclear blast goes off, and someone wants a yeah. nuke, comes up with a warning, warning, you know, yeah, and nuclear. That's a great moment in the game as well, because I was in the, I was in uh, the Brotherhood of Steel camp, and I just dropped off the uh, the event for them. They they want all um, technical data. If you want yeah. technical data, take it back to Brotherhood of Steel, and they put it in a vault where they go and squirrel it away. They of course, it. yeah, of course, uh, still standard. Brotherhood of Steel tactics. Um, and I just did that and I was like super, I was like right on the edge of being over encumbered kind of thing. And then the thing pops up, warning, nuclear blast imminent kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, I need to quick, quick drop everything. Come <laughs> my, my, my armor. <laughs> Boom, straight down to the queen because I've got to get there so I can, you know, be involved in it kind of thing. Yeah. Like it just sort of naturally happens as 
people are in there doing it. It's yeah. sort of like, oh my God, one of the other people with the vault managed to launch a nuke quick. I got to like yeah. get down there and join in with everyone else. Like more of that stuff would be. I wonder how that goes in survival mode. They all kill each other. I mean, you can't though. You can't beat the queen without working together. Yeah. Like I don't, well, I don't think you could solo it. It's got a lot of health and there's a lot of ads to deal with. Like yeah, when I've been there and there's like, you know, 15 people, it's still a bit of a slog. <laughs> And you've only got 30 minutes to beat it. It's like a ti- got a timer oh, okay. on it kind of yeah. thing. So you have to like do it. Mm, that would be interesting. But it's a free-for-all afterwards. Like as soon yes. as the queen dies, it's then just they all like- kill each other. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That would be what it is. Yeah. So um, I'm still- Well, still you now get it for it. free with new Xbox and PlayStation consoles. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. Although apparently I think the, I mean, the population is a lot more healthy on the console than it is on PC. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. It's pretty much always the way it goes yeah. anyway kind of thing. Yeah. And so when you've got lower numbers, then it's yeah, kind of more. Yeah, harder to survive. Yeah, it's just, well, I only say that because the prices for some things are higher on PC than they are on the okay. console because there's yeah. less there's just people buying, buying less, or less people producing even kind of thing to like have a to have any competition kind of thing going yeah. on. So whether that changes with the player vending, that was kind of like pre-player vending, people trading on forums kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that that was the other thing. Like, it's sort of with the vending, it's kind of hard to go back to someone again and go back to their store if you really like what they were selling. You don't have a good way. because uh, if they're not online, yeah. They're still and so you've got to add them as a friend, yeah. so that you can then See join a online. friend. So the 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 fresh meat guy, yeah. I added as a friend. Yeah. Um, because I I made him so mad at me as well because I was so enamored by this base, right? And when I got down to the bottom, I was like standing on top of the Brahmin pit, taking like selfie photos down <laughs> in, the, in the meat pit and stuff, and getting in the way of him building and whatnot. Uh, and then I I friended him because I was like, this is just the best thing ever. Uh, yeah. So I got to go back and check. But that, that's the only thing you can do. It's like friending, which kind of feels yeah. like, and you, and there's no like log to know how much I sold things for or what I sold when I sold it. It's yeah. just kind of off into the ether yeah, kind of thing, appears, yeah. which makes it a bit hard. And I really want some like way to like sign someone's guest book yeah. and say like, yay, yeah, this was yeah. a good camp, camp, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Because there's quite a few of them. Like yeah, I've started yeah. taking my camp because you've got the camera now in it. Yeah. Taking photos of all the camps I think are really cool. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is a great design. I'm taking a photo of this sort of thing. So... You know, yeah, they could like, do a whole guest book thing. Yeah, that'd be great because they got the they got a uh, added a, this this is more little things that they've just added this little bits that you don't uh, big features, but they've added a personal terminal now. Yeah, and if I go on there, it gives me the daily quests that I can do. It says like, oh, Biv is reset now, and if you click it, it just it doesn't give you any XP, but it puts a marker on the map for you yeah. to say go here because yeah. it's now active again. That's handy. And once you've done it, you because you know with the reset timers are all a bit. You know, challenges reset at like 12 and then like Biv resets at like 9.30. And is daylight savings time, is it 10.30 uh, or is it like, are they on daylight savings uh, now and then it's gone back, you know? Stuff. Like it just gets really I don't want to know about that. Yeah, exactly. So you go to the terminal and he says, hey, it yes, it's available. Yeah. Oh, cool. I can go do it again. So that's a really great addition. They can start just pumping more stuff into mm. that they've added that in there as well. So uh, just to go back to the Anthem comparison, like Fallout had all these updates. Like they just keep doing whether they're good or bad, they're doing they're things. things. Yeah, they're things. They're like, here's more stuff. Oh, we yeah. don't really like that stuff. Okay, so here's more stuff. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Here's different stuff. Here's, here's different more stuff, different you stuff. Know? Like yeah. and, and it's smart too, because it controls the narrative for them as well. Like it's hard to go back and complain about repair kits 
when everyone's happy about player vending. Yes. You know, so that stuff doesn't get any traction because yeah. everyone's sick of hearing about it. And now we're happy because we've got something. Yeah. Gamers are fickle. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. I'm fickle myself. I understand. You know, so like if you can just keep that. We want more loot. Here, here's a new dungeon for you to do with no extra loot in it. We want more loot. They broke the loot. It dro- stopped dropping loot for like a day or something like that. Or yeah. I read somewhere. Like it's just no uh, loot for anyone for anything. No loot at all. No, it just uh. they broke it completely. <laughs> uh. and, and that's right. I remember now. There's another thing where like, I don't know if it's one of the guns or more than one of them, but like there's an aiming issue as well or something like that. Like it doesn't it moves or something like that weird when you aim uh. down the sights of it. So both the loot and the shooting are broken in their loot and shooter. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, oh god but yes so yeah Fallout oh, look, it hasn't, they haven't fixed the problems with it like there's still the story is not RPG robust I mean what you told me about um, Technomancer like a more you know it's a, got a story you got yeah, people to talk RPG to game. you know like yeah, it's yeah. Got, it doesn't this doesn't have any of that yeah. still like and it, the, you know doesn't exist so, yeah. but that bothers you definitely it's not going to be for you I haven't been disconnected very much at all uh, which has been good still get like you can't select things on the map to fast travel. Got to open and close the map a few times. Uh, Building still got a few like can't place object yeah. kind of things like that. They're getting better at it, but it's still got those problems. There's still bugs in it, mm, you know. So if your tolerance to that is low, it's still not going to be any good. Yeah, I still can't give it like the yes, you should buy it kind of thing. But but if you're getting it for free with new console anyway, oh, that's a great deal, man. There's uh, heaps of stuff to do in that game for free. Yeah. I mean, you can't, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't argue with anything for free. And I still say twenty dollars is a great price for that game. Like you okay. get stacks yeah. of, and it's definitely pricing for that, which is kind of <laughs> kind of sad, kind of thing. Yeah. People are buying stuff from the Adam store, though. It seems people are saying okay. on the forums that yes, I bought more Adams because I wanted more of the stuff because they keep uh, pumping out like limited edition stuff yeah. in there. They're doing a whole Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse for the Power Armors at the moment. So they're, okay. they're now doing uh, Pestilence, I think, is the current yeah. one. Death will be the final one that they go through. So yeah. they seem to be selling well because I see people out yeah. in the world Wearing with them. them. Yeah. yeah, kind of thing. So, uh, I mean, I, even, I, I buy stuff in there all the time. I bought, like, the extra vending machine skins because I didn't want my four vending machines to look, look the, the same. same. Yeah. You know, because that matters yeah, so it much. Does. It you does, know? yeah. But that was worth the 500 Atoms or whatever, you know, just keep doing your dailies and they keep... Yeah, keep racking up. Racking up kind of thing, you know. Yeah, so I think the problem is now I've actually hit my budget for the camp because my camp's now bigger nah. than it was before because now I've added a whole new wing onto the base for yeah, the player the vending. Machines. Oh, and one thing I have to fix is like what made abundantly clear is like when you teleport someone's base, you teleport to the exact middle of their base circle yeah. and where do you build your base? Usually speak, generally speaking, you build it kind of on the outside. Well, in the center of the bait, like a circle kind of thing. Like you know, if you got a circle, of this is my territory. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. build in the middle. In yeah. the middle, yeah. So where do you spawn then? In their foundations, <laughs> kind of thing. And if you get stuck right in the middle of one, you kind of like rise out of the out of the <laughs> ground, kind of thing. Because uh, or if you get stuck on the edge of like a foundation piece, you kind of get stuck there and you can't move. Yeah, yeah. And it's like ah, oh, get my get my armor out. Pop that on the ground. Then when you go into that, it clips you through the whatever uh, it is because it's got to do the animation kind of thing. Yeah. And you can get out and it's like, thumbs down, this is a bad uh, base. Move your base around because uh, it's like – and you you can't fix that. Well, you don't know it's a problem because when you teleport in, you, don't you teleport in a different spot. Yeah. So it's only, only if you see people coming into your base. Getting stuck. Getting stuck. And I'm lucky that mine – 
I just so happens I didn't build in the center of mine, so people come in okay and they can get straight across. But yeah. I've been stuck in so many foundations and things. And uh, like, <laughs> do I just teleport away? No, I must know what they have uh, in their vending machine. <laughs> they might have a three-star legendary for one uh, cap that I'm missing out on, so I must I escape this yeah. dungeon. Or, oh, you know, a lot of people have done as well as like the center of their base is like some locked private fortress <laughs> where they like you know don't um you know don't allow anyone in there kind yeah, of thing yeah. they got like purifiers in there or something and like you that spawn in there yeah <laughs> I, so I spawned into one guy's base and i got inside and i'm like i can't the door's locked getting out and i'm like no boo with my emotes because they yeah. they shone through the walls yeah. I'm like angry no bad the guy come wanders in and like opens the door for me and i'm like ah freedom <laughs> right out again <laughs> kind of thing it's uh, like oh this is not funny. ideal for them so you gotta like because there's no way if you to tell like i want yeah. people to spawn in here kind of thing yeah well they'll probably add that you get a welcome mat yeah how well, easy would it be to do a welcome mat it was in the beta. and you placed the welcome mat where you want people yeah, to spawn that's it that's how it. easy would that be to do well i think i think the problem is i had it in the beta so it's there okay and you can build them in workshops but i think the reason would be traps like you put the welcome mat down you've you put in like seven traps around the welcome mat so when you spawn in you trigger the traps and get like flamed immediately and die surely I, I, you could put in a something yeah, to prevent that someone said like the welcome mat should only affix to the outside circle yeah so that way you always spawn in on the outside of their camp and that yeah. it sort of minimizes the risk of you getting into a trap because yeah or you yeah can, you rate the bases or something so people that do that just get their bases uh, rated to zero. zero or something like that maybe yeah. i don't know yeah i, I presume it's something to do with that though but they it definitely shows that a major yeah. need for like <laughs> yeah. that sort of stuff in it. Yeah. It's quite funny. It's a funny game, Tony. It's just weird. Mm. I don't know what it is about it. It's Fallout. Uh, it's just Fallout, Fallout has a unique charm about uh, it. Sure does. Yeah. Sure does. All right, let's leave it there for this week, Tony. I'm looking, really looking forward to hearing about Technomancer next week when you get to chapter two and get a bit yes. like a bit more deep into the game. Like maybe yeah. there's some major flaw that that's why the game never took off because yeah. chapter two is terrible. pretty good. Well, there's five chapters, so it's got a fairly... It's a fairly chunky um, campaign to get through. Yeah, Mm. it is. Looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite podcast on the internet.